It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Let's hope a little game of no fence riders can bring Bull back yeah. into his good wits. Before was, we get to no quick. fence riders, it's time to remind the people of the world that FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. It is unquestioned, undeniable, unquestionable. It's FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app truly is so easy to use, and they have everything you can imagine betting on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Guys, we have a couple no fence rider questions to get to, okay. and only one of them is not a damn near even split. So this mm. should be fun, and we got Bernie coming up in 20 minutes, so we'll mosey on through these pretty quick. Let's start with the first one, Steve. Are you ready? Oh, you got to rush us on this. Well, either kicker. <laughs> we don't need to rush. Let's take it down a notch. <laughs> okay. Let's keep it calm right now. You're a little too worked up at the moment. No, I think uh, we Let's got seven. I just want to make sure we give each one the appropriate time. <laughs> By the way, Bernie I think we need to here. get a chalkboard <laughs> where we can keep track sensual. of the, all the pauses during a show. <laughs> What we we got in, always good for two or three. We points. we got in trouble for that. We're not supposed to count them. We're nah, not we supposed to say count. that. We should. We got to bring it back. Go ahead. Number one, Mike. Sorry. Number one. Will a kicker in this game, either yeah. kicker, Dustin Hopkins or Justin Tucker, miss a kick on Sunday? It can be an extra point or a field goal. This was a four-three split. Three people said yes. Myself, G and J, do believe there'll be a missed kick. While the rest of you guys, the angry side of the fence, mm. says no. That's true. All the angry people. Why would you say yes? Hopkins gonna miss a kick. Don't stop playing around, bro. He already did. I, he that, already he it was he was due for one and he missed it. Last I know week. he due for he he hit way too many in a row at Cleveland. <laughs> way too many, right down the middle. That's but it's in Baltimore. It's, I know, and now it's on the road, and it's a big game. He's gonna miss like a forty-six yarder, mm. but he's gonna he's gonna go three or four. Three I, or four. I, I, he, I no. have faith in him right now. If I anybody go, last week, if anybody gonna miss is Justin Tucker because they're gonna try to make him kick a sixty-two yarder and he gonna miss. Right. I ain't seen Justin Tucker miss ever against the Browns. I seen him miss a field goal. I have not. It, it may, listen, yeah, what is Justin Tucker's uh, I, I, career I, stats I, against the Browns? Ain't heard it, man. Sheesh. That would be interesting. That's an interesting stat. All right, give us the next one there, Mike. Justin Tucker versus the Browns in yeah. twenty-three career games. 
is 40 for 48 and 52 for 53 on extra points. So he has missed nine kicks against the So, so out of how, what percentage is that? Oh, uh, 83%. That's not for him. That's but, good. But in his first three games against the Browns, he missed four kicks. There it is. That's the first season. So, Since in essentially the last 19 games, he's missed four kicks. Well, that's still more than you would have thought from him. That's still crazy. That's a lot of kicks. <laughs> and G. Bush, if you remember last year. He missed one, right? He missed two. Yeah. So right. There was a stretch where he won two, three, four, five, six, six seven, eight, nine, nine, ten. He went ten games in a row without missing a kick. Mm. Essentially sandwiched. Bad start. Eight straight, no misses. One miss. He was four for three, then ten straight without missing before he last year. Four so. for three, by the way. All right, next one. Next one. Will Elijah Moore have more receiving yards than OBJ in this game? Myself. Both these guys G, are not him. Tyvis and Earl yeah. all said yes, Bull. You don't think so? Shame on you. I mean, both these guys are not any good. <laughs> out of pocket. I'm out of pocket? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You out of What's po- Elijah Moore's most yards this year? 20. 59. Oh. 69? 50. 59. Oh. 59. Nah. Uh, you, <laughs> you sick, boy. I am out of pocket. Earl's right. I'm out of pocket right now. <laughs> Children. So, G, you I said mean, really yes. You're with me on this one. Why, why do you think Moore has a bigger game than OBJ? Oh, I don't think he's a big – I think – I mean, they both stink. But you don't think Elijah Moore has more yards? I think Odell's going to have 17 yards and Elijah Moore's going to have 12. <laughs> That's funny. I think, well, you think there's going to be a lot of passing yards in this game? I, I think – listen, I think a lot, it, it, it may be like a 45 to 37 type game. You think so? I Shockingly? think 40, 45. We talk yeah. about points or yards? We talk about yards. Oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. think he was saying points. Points? Like, it's 40, 45. He caught one of them crossing routes, and that's about it. That Which was, side of this were you on? Tyvis said yeah, yes. I, I have no choice. Oh, because he's your guy. Yeah, I have no choice El- in this. Elijah, Elijah Moore is like a payday. Elijah pay- Moore going to have a game. He's like a payday loan. You just regret it. <laughs> no, no. This is like, the thing. Week the after week, you just keep going back to no, pay them. Elijah Moore's a timeshare. He's been fooling you. He's been fooling y'all. He don't want to be on the scouting report. <laughs> really? He didn't want to be on the scouting report for big games like this. My See, they're not going to pay him no attention, and he's going to go crazy. We just, every week, we just keep going. <laughs> I'm reaching. Ain't going I? back oh, to yeah. cash events. I only borrowed 600. Why I owe you 300 every week? He got to make me look right at some point in his season. Like, the man is overdue. I keep asking. You way my, overdue. I keep asking, when is it going to show up? It just never. Gee, is, Bull, you told, you told me last week I gave too much away in a tease. Yeah. This is how quickly I learn. And, gee, there is one of my five stats tomorrow that is going to make anyone who said no to this question change their mind. This is my lock of the century. Mm. Elijah Moore. More yards than OBJ, and there's a stat tomorrow in the McNuggets five stat segment that will make you believe that I'm the smartest man in the world for making a lock on this. That we're Bet. wrong for saying no. No, you said no, so yes, you're wrong. But G and Tyvis are on the right side of history. I'll make them feel <coughs> better about their pick. Okay, I and like you will that. Feel tease. Silly. I like that tease. All right, All right next. next one. This did happen in week one. Will it happen again? Or week first match at week yeah. four? Will Lamar Jackson have more rushing yards than Jerome Ford? Yes or no? This was not a 4 split. This was a 5-2 split. Tyvis, you and Jay said no. You're believing in Jerome Ford. 
will have more rushing yards than Lamar Jackson. I do. The rest of us all said yes. I do because the the Browns is going to really try to give him get him involved. They're going to give him like 22, 23 carries, and I'm figuring at some point after Deshaun dices up, gets some couple of completions, they'll be a little lax, and he'll get a seam. I ain't saying it's going to be much. I mean, Lamar had what, how many rushing yards in the first game? Like twenty nine. Twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, you think they can hold him to 29 in this one? Yes. They're going to have a game. Listen, Lamar Jackson is not going to be the reason mm. as far as running. I just feel like if you're going to have success running, to me, it's a guy like Kareem Hunt that's going to have the game. Yeah. It, this sideways nonsense. Yeah. You're going to get killed by the Ravens. That, I, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, they, listen, I, Lamar had how many yards? 29. He just need 30. Hey, bro, he run like he De- just need 30 he, yards. He runs like Devin Hester under center. Like you can't. I'm wait, sh- I still want Pierre in there, but we and ain't by the way, that. Pierre uh, Jerome Ford at 26 in the first matchup, Tyvis, just so you know. And remember, <laughs> Lamar didn't run as much. He might have run more had the game been in doubt. That's the true. Browns were getting crushed, that so is true. they were probably stopped calling any runs. I, I think Jerome Ford. I, I'm 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 almost tired of seeing him get yeah. carries. Now He's, Pierre Strong's banged up, so that's the one thing making me hesitate a little bit. But he'd be tiptoeing and yeah, it just he looked like a ballerina out there, man. If you just, try to get outside against the Ravens, Jer- forget Jerome Ford has the longest run of the year for the Cleveland Browns. We don't care about that. Yeah. And then he's averaging two yards a carry besides that. <laughs> Elijah Moore has the most yards that, on. Whose fault is that? Is it him or the offensive line? Elijah Moore has the most yards okay, on the first. Okay. Don't nobody care. Listen, 20. Who's, Lamar had 29. He can get 30. Have we heard about Draymond Jones? <laughs> Draymond, Draymond Jones. Jones. Dewan Jones. <laughs> don't don't even, don't we have not seen his season. practice oh, no, report yet. He did not practice yesterday. Joel Batonio did speak in the locker room this morning. Yeah. And he was asked, what will be the offensive line alignment versus Baltimore? And he said, we're going to have to see how practice goes today and tomorrow. Not even he's sure at this point so how their offensive line will be aligned. You're saying the Wanderers didn't practice again today? They haven't practiced they haven't yet. Practiced they're, just, they're speaking to the media. Oh, yeah. It's early still. So, yeah, that has not been released. As soon as that is, we will let you guys know. But that is something we are monitoring very close. Let's move on to the next All one. All right. Will Browns receivers, excluding Amari Cooper and Njoku, so that means all other wide receivers, all other tight ends, combined for 55 receiving yards, <laughs> Versus Baltimore. This is a 4-3 split here. G, Tyvis, J, and Earl said yes. Myself, Bull, and you Jason said no. said no. Well, anybody that said yes for Elijah Moore <laughs> should have said yes for this. Exactly. I don't, I don't trust anyone outside of Elijah Moore in this game, for the record. Exactly. Buying Elijah Moore's stock I mean, who, So, how many, <laughs> how many yards do you think Elijah Moore is going to get in this game? At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, 35, 35 40. 60. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you think he's going to get, what's the, to, what was the to, number there total? 55. Because who else is getting anything? <laughs> that, that's why I went under and still over. 
And you know, also Travis is dead. And you know, you know, Harrison Bryant's gonna get one yard. This, this is how bad you didn't got. This how bad you didn't got. The people is laughing about your total yardage, and you really trying hard, like you going no, to practice and but doing that's stuff. The thing, though. And y'all saying like y'all clowning him over 40, Listen, 50 it's yards. Not, it's not fair to Elijah Moore because <laughs> you're he's crying. Bro, you have liquid he's on your crying. face. There was liquid coming down your cheeks. It's not, it's not fair to Elijah Moore because he could have had games with more than 50 yards. If PJ Walker would have hit him, the two Amari starts, Cooper did. He was he threw he skipped the ball off the ground to the man. He was this open. Is crazy. The slander is crazy, bro. <laughs> you got to do something, man. You got to do something. You got to go up and tell the quarterback throw you the ball, bro. Catch it. I just think. I just think. <laughs> I think they got a shot because of Watson. If he. It's crazy. Progresses from last week, then I just think it's going to be hard to score for both teams. We're going to see game. training camp Elijah Moore. I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game. <laughs> training camp Elijah Moore. Yeah. That's him. That's, that's mm-hmm. what we're going to see. All right, next up, Boldest leads right into what that's you just crazy. said. Yeah. Well, the Sean Watson account for more touchdowns than turnovers versus Baltimore. This was the only one that wasn't a damn near split. Mm, yeah. Jay is on the fence by himself here. Yeah. Jay said no. Everyone else He's said more sick. touchdowns than turnovers. Well, Jay, you know, Jay is more down on Deshaun than anybody else, He's which is not unfair. He's but sick. He's the most down on him. I got to show one touchdown, no turnovers, because I got a low-scoring game, very low-scoring. I had two and one. Look, man, this this is the game. You got to do it. I know it's a lot people put to put a lot on your plate. This is the game. You got to – if you want to come out and be a, 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 a dude that the city loves – and it, you got to show that you could put the cape on and play good against great competition. Lamar did it out the bathroom. Yeah, you're right. Walk right out, right off the bathroom, wiped it, probably didn't even wash his hands. <laughs> Touchdown. Well, I mean, why would you wash your hands? You're playing football. That's just hey, gross again. Come on, man. Come on. Get some, That's disgusting. Get some boy. sanitizer. <laughs> you are dudes, sick. man. These guys got, man, y'all cats is wild. I got Deshaun with two. One, one rushing, this one pass. This whole show is out of pocket. Yeah, the whole show is out, out of pocket. Yeah, y'all on, on a Thursday? This is how y'all doing on we Thursday? Are completely out Thirsty of Thursday. <laughs> it's crazy. It's ladies' night, too. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Women's Wednesday. What's next, Mike? <laughs> Tyvis came in hot today, and, and he is not cool since. Wow. All right, next Ooh. up, we have two left. We're going to read some super chats. We're going to bring in our guy, Bernie Kozar, who's sitting backstage with us. Well, any Ravens running back, any Baltimore running back, have more than 60 rushing yards against the Browns defense. <laughs> in the first matchup, no running back had more than 50 yards. So I'm saying in this one, will any running back have six? It's a pretty even split here. Tyvis, Jay, Earl, and myself said yes. Bull, Jason, and G with the double thumbs down all say no. That's Bull? because that, that that's because Lamar Jackson going to have about <laughs> – no, I was 70. The, the running back going to get 60 because Lamar is not. I'm telling you, Jim Schwartz is going to say Lamar is not beating us in the run game. He had two touchdowns. He's not beating us in the run game. And they're going to they gonna misfit a gap, and one of the running backs going to gash him for a good 20-yard game, and the rest of it going to be nickel and diamond for the rest of the game. But I think the Browns do win the game overall. I wouldn't mind seeing the eagle front. I wouldn't mind seeing two, three techniques in the nose. 
you go just eat up all the inside yeah, gaps. Yeah, good luck. That's we we are the wide nine. Just yeah, I know so you know. I know. So. They, 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 we need to we need to stick a little <laughs> gap in there somewhere. <laughs> Is Zach Boss the only running back that's had more than sixty yards against the Browns? I think Jonathan Taylor did. Taylor. I know Jonathan. I thought Taylor it was Zach did. Moss in that game, not Taylor. Probably Taylor was no, getting Taylor, Taylor killed the Browns. Taylor's getting oh, juicy. Was Taylor, not probably Gar- get over six. It was Gardner Minshew. Yeah, no, you're right. That, 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 okay, so is Taylor Latino the only heat. one? <laughs> uh, Taylor had fifty. Uh, Taylor had seventy-five. Moss had fifty-seven. Okay. Um, let's go through the rest of the games I real quick. Can't remember anybody else getting over sixty yards. Can't McCaffrey, I don't think he had sixty. Not because he nope, got that's hurt. Eddie he had Guerrero. Three. That's the Eddie Guerrero. Played a half. Latino heat. Yeah. yeah, the only one that go over sixty. So Jonathan Taylor's the only back that's gone over sixty. And that was that was the Browns' worst performance defensively was that Colts game. They were they were lousy in that game, and the Colts have a really good running game. I I just oh the the Ravens what backs the, are decent, but none of them are that good. So I, what did the Ravens running back have in the game? The first game they didn't have a big game. Forty eight. Forty eight was the highest. Who was that? Gus. Gus, correct. Get on the they bus. Hit, they hit they stride. I, we yeah. can get twelve more yards. I don't think they're gonna win. All right, last one, Mike. Last one. Kareem Hunt is leading the NFL or I guess has the longest current streak in the NFL with four straight games with a rushing touchdown. Will he get number five in a row? The longest streak Sunday? in the NFL? What happened? McCaffrey lost the streak? Well, he has receiving. He's not had a, he scored oh. a touchdown, not necessarily rushing. Wow. But, yeah, Kareem Hunt, the longest Man, current you, streak. If you asked this trivia question to non-Browns fans, even a lot of Browns fans probably wouldn't have gotten that. Hey man, they, you would never have guessed that because he hasn't done that much, but he's had he touchdown. scores touchdowns. This, That's what he does. This, this should be, and I've been t- well. At least I give Bull credit. Bull was saying, "La, lot of our brethren is like, oh, Kareem Hunt's washed." No, Listen, he said Kareem, he's on three. He three on wheels. three wheels. Listen, Kareem Hunt. This is a Kareem Hunt football game. You you need yeah. to establish something. You you got the big bad Ravens coming into town. They playing. They playing at home. You gonna need to have somebody running physically. That's right. You don't need guys running backwards and looking scared, like uh, like you know they they need to go call their mom because the bully down the street beat them up. You need to do is gonna get the ball and run hard for three yards and understand that hey, I'm gonna be back here doing it again and again and again. All this this cute stuff. This is a Kareem Hunt football game. I hope Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> he said he was running the football. Don't you give what's in there no 20 carries. Whoa. I hope not. Jerome, Jerome Ford. Ford. This ain't no Jerome Ford type no ball game, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need that mean. No, 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 no. Listen, wait a minute. Running with attitude. No. Wait a minute. No. Kevin, don't listen to them. Please give Jerome Ford so I can be right on fence riders. Please <laughs> give Jerome Ford the ball. This guy, this guy so this fence rider question rushing. was Kareem Hunt. It was will he score a rushing touchdown in his fifth yeah. straight game? A pretty even split. Jason, G, Tyvis, and Earl all said yes, bull, me, you, and Jay. Don't believe it'll happen. This is goal line, Nick. Chubb. I'm about to say this, like, this. Y'all know he gonna. You y'all know. saying they ain't gonna get to the one yard line? If he I, get anywhere I, in the team, I, I screwed that one up. I think I meant to say yes on that one. You want to change his answer? Good. On that one, I think too late. He, graphic been made. I'll tell you what I thought at least. <laughs> G. Bush, you know as well as anybody, Kevin Stefanski loves a little play action on the goal line. And if there was ever a time with a quarterback now who's capable of making some of the throws required to score on those tight window situations, it is Deshaun Watson as opposed to who the Browns have had back there before. I think the decoy. Or maybe the Browns do a push-push. 
or the tush push. But I, I think Kareem Hunt has been so effective down there. This is the week. He's the decoy, and someone else gets that goal. Well, look, this is coming. I just want to let y'all know that the tendency breakers, they've, they've had Nick Harris on a bunch of stuff, tight end, fullback. Nick Harris is going to, you know, get catch, out in, in the it. flat. He's going to catch a touchdown. Fast right? to the flats. Uh, no, so it's going to be in the flats. He's going to be a corner. Do, end you, do you think he can catch? Yeah, he's good. All right, you ready? Who's going to have more touchdowns this year, Nick Harris or Elijah Moore? Damn, it's not doing that. <laughs> Elijah about to go crazy when he's getting. We need it. We need Who's going to have more touchdowns this year, me or Cedric Tillman? Dang. Cedric Tillman. That's funny because it really is that hard to think. Yeah, because Cedric Tillman played like 96 snaps. Uh, and, no, and people talk about maybe DPJ got you know traded. What? No. Cedric Tillman, because it's going to be a point where you have to justify trading DPJ, keeping him yeah. and drafting him in the third round. You got to get him in the end zone at least once. I'm going to give you a bold prediction right now. You heard it here first. Cedric Tillman, second on the Browns in receiving yards this week. This week. That's going to be wrong, but I, I appreciate it. It's probably going to be wrong, but if it's right, That's a bold. then I came out with a good bold prediction. If I'm wrong, who cares? And you, need to go, you need to get on FanDuel and no dial that up. To that prediction. You hey, need Pearl, to dial that up. Uh, Earl has a bold prediction, too. Yeah. Hey, bull out match on bold prediction prediction with a bigger one. Yeah. I think Cedric Tillman will only have two catches, but one of them will be for a touchdown. Mm. Mm. All right. I like that. We'll see. Jump ball we're going to read some super chats, and then we're going to bring in our resident legendary Browns quarterback. This is Bernie Kosar, who's going to hop in in one sec. But first, super chats. And whenever we read super chats, they're brought to us by our dear friends at PCC Air Force. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. We only got a couple super chats today, which is, is A-OK. The first one comes from Young Majestic, who says, My doctor prescribed me semaglutide. Is yeah. that what you mentioned earlier, Bull? Semaglutide? Yeah. He can't wait to try it. Charles yeah. T. said Stefanski 100% should get extended. He's fourth in wins in Browns history, four games behind Belichick and Is 12 behind really? Marty. He has stabilized the Browns through COVID. Baker, OBJ, Watson, PJ, Chubb injury, JW, and Jimmy. Professor H- Chaos. Be, by the way, him being where he stands in the Browns pantheon is irrelevant. The Browns have had one terrible coach after the next. So that's not a reason to do it. I agree with the rest of it, but go ahead. Next one comes from Professor Chaos. He said Michigan is trying to dry snitch on the rest of the Big Ten. <laughs> Big facts. Two Didn't more. Did the rest of the quick. Big Ten orig- originally dry snitch on them? I don't think they dry. They, <laughs> they, they just flat they wet out snitched. Yes, if that's what you want to call water hose. All right, pause, Mike. Go ahead. Two more. Charles T says people were screaming to go get Sean Payton and Josh McDaniels to replace Stefanski. What a mess in Denver and Vegas right now. And our guy Daryl says. The Jim Schwarzenegger defense, they beat the Ravens 37-20 on Sunday. The Jim Schwarzenegger I'll, I'll be shocked. That's a lot of points. This game is 37 Nobody was screaming for Sean Payton. At the time, Sean Payton was coaching the, the Saints, so I don't know what he's talking about. People were screaming for Josh McDaniels. I was not one of those people. He, isn't he from Canton? Yeah. That's why. But unfortunately, he's not a very good coach. No. He's Bernie Kozar was a great quarterback, and he's with us now. Bernie, what up, how Bob? you doing? Good to Bernie, see you. Bernie. Yeah, it's good to be here on a victory here, being 5-3. Yeah. and three. Bernie, we're a little disappointed because a couple of weeks ago you were with Taylor Swift, and now we expect you to be with a famous, another famous celebrity besides yourself every week. Oh, wow. Is that not going to keep up? 
Tyvis, man, you don't qualify. <laughs> you know, it's actually like I went to yeah. the production meeting and because um, I wanted to mention today with Veterans Day um, yeah. this Saturday, November 11th, I'm just coming from Travis Mills. Travis Mills, the Travis Mills Foundation, um, and his uh, friend and partner, Chris Miller. But Travis Mills is one of five guys that is living who stepped on an IED as a combat vet over in, uh, in oh Iraq God. and stuff, mm. and is here to live and, and talk about it. So a lot, a lot of the stuff I do health and wellness-wise with my You Matter, a lot of times when you guys have heard me, yeah. kind of complain and talk about some of the surgeries and some of the things, and. TBI that's maybe going on up there. Man, hanging with Travis Mills um, and what he's gone through in his uh, positive spirit mm -hmm. and his happiness. And for a guy that's, you know, had all four of his extremities um, blown off by oh, ste stepping wow, on wow. an IED and to still be here and be so awesomely positive. So I spent the morning with him. Um, I'll see him again all, t all tomorrow and stuff. So. Um, it, to me, he's as big as Tra a uh, Taylor yeah. Swift. It was yeah. awesome how she handled it, but what, what Travis does on a daily basis, and God, he was there early before me today, and I know what he has to go through to get through his, uh, start his day, and um, the other guy was sitting there with uh, Chris Miller from um, outside of, of Ravenna and stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, he has the foundation uh, Dogs for Our Brave, and Chris talks cavalierly like, well, you know, when I was serving, I was stabbed once. I was shot twice. I fell off a 50-foot oh, uh, cliff. <laughs> I was paralyzed from the neck down for a couple of years. Oh and now I'm incapable of walking and stuff. I mean, I had literally, I'm coming here trying to pretend I'm cool. I had tears in my eyes all morning seeing how awesome these guys are. And what they're doing and way too many of our greedy politicians out there do a terrible job of taking care of our veterans they are not treated well enough the veterans affairs all that it's a whole big mess they have to go through so much rigmarole to get help to get benefits these people are laying their lives on the line wow. to protect us to perfect protect this country and we don't take care of them well enough it's despicable wow bolt like what, what you're saying right there and what we have to talk about on the side you know, with Chris and with Travis, and you know, they could get a thousand milligrams of Oxycontins and a massive pain pump put in their stomach that will accelerate the, the, the deaths and the, the issues inside. We have 22 veterans every day that are committing suicide Ugh. right now. We mm. can get medication out our backside. You're so spot on, and some of the, again, that's, this is not a shameless way to transition into what I'm doing, but some of the stuff that holistically that I'm doing that isn't covered by stuff like that for right. our veterans, these guys need this help. So it's, it's imperative to stay, stay aware um, on these type issues. Well, let's transition to yeah. the, to the Ravens. What do you see? What's a weakness on that defense that you think Kevin Stefanski can exploit and help them win on Sunday? So one of the th weaknesses, unfortunately, on the Ravens' defense is that they are really playing good. Yeah. Okay, it's a good defense right mm -hmm. now, from the top, top, middle, and bottom. I mean, the pass rush is there. We don't want to be here and here in Cleveland that Davian Clowney is making a an influence over there with them. They're putting good pressure on it, and they're they're covering on the back end of it. Um, as much as I was nervous for Deshaun playing last week, 
Okay, mm -hmm. I'm still yeah. nervous that we're not out of the woods with the shoulder. Mm -hmm. We still have to get through. We're basically halfway through the season. So um, we want him really to be 95% throwing velocity mm -hmm. in a hopefully a playoff game in January or a playoff stretch run mm -hmm. and stuff with that. We got really blessed last week playing Arizona and in a beautiful weathered game. Yeah. Okay, no wind, which is yep. an anomaly. We're supposed to get that again in Baltimore yep. on this Sunday. I think with the great defense they have, with some of the uncertainties that we're having in the uh, running game with, um, uh, and with the O-line being out, and now Deshaun getting a little bit of uh, um, confidence under his belt by playing against Arizona, and the weather being nice, we're going to need the passing game and that play-action game because, mm -hmm. unfortunately, I don't see flaws in the Ravens' defense. Yeah. And do you? No, they pretty solid all the way around. Yeah. I mean, I, Marlon Humphrey still is really good. Geno Stone, if you put it up there and you hear him, he can come take it. So, and they 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 really. Yeah, and hey, so let me ask you bad? this from the DB yeah. from the DB perspective. So, and, and this was what caused me into retirement, and I'd mm -hmm. like to say this in levity, but um, the deteriorating arm and the inability to scare you mm -hmm. on on a Thursday today yeah. that you know I'm practicing bombs and mm -hmm. I could throw it over your head. Yeah. As opposed to today on Thursday, I'm playing Bernie and his arms are a little raggedy mm -hmm. and his skills are diminishing mm -hmm. and he really isn't a massive threat to throw it over your head. Um, Marlon Humphreys loves to squat anyways. Yes. You know, even on, good, on strong arm cues. Do you, see, do you see them inherently wanting to squat a little more on Deshaun with the rotator. I don't because think I don't think so because of the the bomb that he threw at the end of the game to Cooper and the mm -hmm. way that the velocity, the zip on it. I think they're like, nah, he, he's good to go. And if it is, it's something that you would test early on in the game. But the way Deshaun looked last week when he threw he threw the deep ball to Marquise Goodwin, it yeah. lets you know that it's still there. So I yeah. wouldn't do that necessarily. So so as a DB, you thought those two throws showed? Oh yeah, showed yeah, those two throws. I was like, yeah, he's he good, he good. Okay. I'm not gonna, okay. I wouldn't squat or play underneath the routes because I think. Though he got a lot of zip and he can still push that ball out there. Okay. Bernie, let me ask you this question. I was watching. I was, I was in the time machine. I was I was about 87, 88, and uh, I keep watching these games. And one of the one of the things that y'all used to run, they don't run it no more like they used to. They used to run the delayed draw and used to run that to Ernest Biner. Yeah. And that thing that thing would get you 12. I'm like, man, this is why it would open up. I'm like, wow, look, this is crazy. I'm looking at it like from a chance, from a standpoint of look, you, you got Deshaun Watson. We're really good in the spring, the the, the uh, screen game. Um, you know, why don't they run that play anymore? And and, and is that a, could, could that be a mix up for a, a, an aggressive defense like the Ravens? Yeah, God, I'm thinking of the Manning cast in Monday <laughs> night, and I'm watching the Manning cast, and Peyton was talking about Zach Wilson and zone defense. And how you, even though I know I want to hit the check down, and I'm ultimately answering the question on that, that draw, but you want to get those backers to expand and get wide and then check down to the back because you get them in space. Almost the same principle on a delayed draw, like that we used to, I used to love that with Ernest. One of the things, though, you, I, we were more of a drop back team, so teams were 
a little bit threatened of our drop back game and mm -hmm. stuff because they weren't threatened of me mm -hmm. and me and my inability to run and stuff. Um, this year's rounds, one of the things I think we're struggling with is our third down conversions, and a lot of that I think is our drop back game isn't really what it is, so they're not really threatened by it. So if when Deshaun's play action and bootlegging and naked, that's gold because he's got the legs and we're running the ball good. But when he's just dropping back for that to get the backers to expand, they're not really worried about us in a drop back game yet because mm -hmm. we haven't really hurt anybody mm -hmm. yet from that perspective of it. So that's where I actually think Coach Stefanski is okay and not going to that. By the way, Bernie, I wanted to look it up because when you played, I mean, there weren't a lot of mobile quarterbacks when you were, there weren't a lot of guys running around like there are now. Do you know offhand the most rushing yards you have in the season? Well, I do know that I love in the NFL that you don't get negative yards for sacks. So in college, I had some astronomically negative <laughs> numbers. <laughs> so in the pros, I just know that I go with I'm a 100-yard career rusher. I know that. You have you a career 265 yards. Okay, see, I, Look, I, 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 <laughs> I career, though, I played 12 years, okay? Uh, <laughs> your best, best season. You don't want to do the math on less Bernie's than 20 Bernie's best season run the ball. You want to guess what year it was? Um, 89. I do remember I ran one for a touchdown with a broken ankle. You got five <laughs> five rushing touchdowns in your career. 91, you had 26 carries for 74 yards. Yeah, I was winded at the end of that year. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a new rehab program. That's what started this. Isn't it amazing how, how it's changed? How so, even yeah. like, like, you know, not everybody's Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields, but like, even guys, even a guy like Joe Burrow, like who's not really a running quarterback, he'll run. You know, yeah. so many guys run now. It's crazy. Yeah, the the athleticism of the position is really pretty special. I mean, I say it as a joke. You know, I really did run a 5-5-40. And that today, I mean, we look at Joe Burrow yeah. and how smooth he's running right now. Look at Daniel Brown with the, with the Giants, okay? I know he's got the ACL, but pre that, mm -hmm. I mean, he's a 4'9", yeah. yeah, 4'8", yeah, yeah. running guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we say those guys are unathletic. Yeah, I, I mean, know. Those guys are decathletes to me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when you look at, uh, you know, you were talking to, to, to Tyvis about, how, you know, Watson's deep throws. What did you think of his, like, because to me, the first half was very shaky, and then he was better. And so it kind of made sense looking back that he did play against Arizona. Maybe he got some of the rust off there in that first half. Because if he has, had that against Baltimore, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, well, so uh, revisionist history. Yeah. Absolutely love that he got right. the game yeah. in and that he was able to not get hit. And Coach Stefanski's play calling actually helped that happen. And then Coach Callahan, once again, with the line issues, still to have a really yeah. masterful line mm -hmm. uh, yeah. display with that. Um, his timing was out, uh, you could see as he got loose, okay, it looked like his arm got better, but some of the stuff with accuracy that we were concerned with, mm -hmm. and it's tight, you know, even though it was a beautiful day, it's still 50 degrees, you, you, yeah. you loosen up at 11 o'clock, 11.30, then you sit in the locker room for mm -hmm. 45 minutes, then you got to come out at 1.10 and you want to be perfectly accurate on your short throws. And he was off a little bit on those first ones. You're right, as they hit that 50-yarder, um, he started loosening up a little. And that does loosen your arm up a little when you're able to throw a few of those because mm -hmm. you really can't do those on the sidelines. So I'm glad he got that. I'm glad it's on film. I'm glad it's 
you said what you said, and I, I really should just check myself there. Not that Baltimore, but Ozzy does check these type things mm. for mouthy type stuff. But his his arm, and I was glad it was there, but you could tell it's not there there. Right. And, and to be in a good position with a great um, uh, protection, we were able to step in and be in good position was, was um, it looked like he's close to close to 90, 95%. I'd be nervous and I'd be nervous though under duress right. and, and being able to get it yeah. more than 45 he's, yards. He seemed to struggle when he had to throw on the run or throw <coughs> like across his body. Uh, when he was set in the pocket and had time and could get his feet under him, I think he Yeah, that's, well. that's what I'm yeah. trying to. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. mumbling through it because I know what the answer is. I don't want to give it up. Yeah. But exactly, you, if you've got your feet under you and they're not putting pressure on you, right. I mean, he could let it go. The, the cross the body and the involuntary twitches and the kind of giving out and stuff, the weakness and the ability to have sauce on the ball, yeah, it's absolutely compromised for sure on the, on the run. Bernie, what can you do in, in a game? Um, one of the things I respect. And I'm sorry, and that's what leads to, I think he's in a, he runs the ball more. Mm -hmm. Again, you don't like to have that on the yeah. camera just yet because that's against that rush. And knowing, like against the Colts when you ran and you tried to make that throw that in your head you think you can make, comes up short so you end up with a pick or a bad play. Yeah. Now, because he's got the legs, I can see him running more. Yeah. And I don't want Baltimore to know that. <laughs> um, it, you know, one thing I most admire about your game is is the fact that you were able to do things pre-snap um, and play some mind games with the defense and, and get your team in the best play. When you don't have your, you know, when you not, he's not a hundred percent. He's still working some of the rust off. Are, are there some things he can do mentally? in order to get his team into some, into some good plays rather than just le leaning on the physical. Yeah, gee, great, great point. And, and yes, there's absolutely things you want to do. And he's smart. He's super smart enough now in the second year into this system to mentally be able to handle that. Um, and, again, I, I love I'm, – I'm not Coach Callahan's marketing representative. <laughs> love, you know, with the injuries and the rest that these guys are under, like how he keeps them playing that good and – dominating an NFL team like that. Um, but there's things that, yeah, you could do, and then there's things you could do at the line of scrimmage that on a noisy stadium like Baltimore with younger tackles could be an issue. So mm -hmm. depending on crowd noise, boy, I'd love to be, be selfish here and have this game at home. Yeah. But, yeah, the pre-snap and things you could do with helping check right now check chip with tight ends and kind of the full backward the you guys were talking a couple segments ago on the Nick Harris yeah. and stuff you see and I think we saw 18 snaps with Nick Harris last week you know at the basically the glorified fullback position yeah, mm -hmm. you know not even the H position so yeah. you know you're able to kind of help out from those situations too Bernie what? Joe Petonio I can't remember what year it was but a few years ago he slid over and played left tackle for a couple of games. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's not ideal, but yeah, you think they'll consider doing that? God, how about a shout-out to Joel Petonio? <laughs> I mean... And, it, you know, I know he kind of lost that streak, and it was super quiet during it, but I don't know any inside information, but... And probably I should... It's probably public information. I just didn't pay attention. <laughs> but, like, you know, to have, I think, a scope surgery and to be playing, you know, uh, two weeks later... 
and still to be playing. He looks great. He looks really good, but that didn't overly heal too. So to make yeah. that bounce out move it's right all, now yeah. with guys, and, and again, yeah. not that it's easy a guard, but you're really on an island to tackle. And if his knee, if his knee has good to point. still be bothering yeah, yeah, him some. Point. I mean, he's not going to complain. He's yeah. a tough guy. Yeah. What about uh, you know? I mean, it, it, man, if Dewan Jones can't play. And you're oh my God. two starting tackles. He hasn't practiced. I mean, hopefully he'll practice today. Yeah. But, I mean, I, Bill Callahan, you're right. I mean, Bill Callahan's as good as it gets, but at, at some point you come to a point where you just don't have the body. Yeah. Quick, quick game. Yeah. That, that, and, and that's right. I was oh, um, with you on Marlon mm-hmm. and the pass rush and Deshaun, and then knowing that, mm-hmm. and they want to squat anyways, yeah. you know? Quick game. Yeah. They, you know, yeah. they ain't going yeah. deep unless you at max pro. Yeah. And hey, I'm gonna. I may want to be positive and stuff yeah. too, with it. So, um, but again, again on the Bill Callahan love fest here, yeah. um, and again how Dewan Jones came out of nowhere and has played phenomenal this year. That we're actually massively disappointed that now he's not in. Right, that's a, true. A month right. ago, we were like, oh my God, who's Dewan Jones? Yeah. But Hudson and stuff. I know we've been pick. People have been picking on him and stuff. But there were elements of him last year where we were saying, damn, okay, we're, I'm okay with Hudson playing and stuff. So now we ain't seen him much lately. It's absolutely not optimal. Like, hell, we're going to Baltimore. Okay, nothing's optimal there. This is a premier Super Bowl contending team with Lamar Jackson having something to prove. So, you know, this isn't this isn't uh, the Arizona Cardinals no. game. How <laughs> important is I always wanted to ask a quarterback, how important is footwork in and uh and what do you think of Deshaun's footwork when he's throwing the ball? So you're coming to a guy who had the worst uh, footwork <laughs> and, and not by choice. I mean I wanted to I wanted to. I'm just physically again, I'm not saying being trying to be self deprecating. I'm physically challenged so you know, physically how I would get into certain spots, I wanted to have good mechanics and yeah. stuff. But I say that um, but because Deshaun obviously is better athleticism and has better mechanics than me. But with confidence and belief in yourself, um, just like intelligence, comes your mechanics and footwork. And mm-hmm. with the quarterback position, Deshaun's intelligence is absolutely there. But when you haven't played, like, you know, last year we were talking, um, he came off of 700 days not playing, mm-hmm. 11-game suspension. Um, now we're talking about the arm being hurt and not playing of it. So it's like, how do you um, um, have your sense of timing yeah. and self and sense of belief? Mm-hmm. And the mechanics, when you don't really sometimes believe or you're overthinking, your mechanics don't come along with it. Yeah. And that's actually, I think, some t- part of maybe Deshaun's uh, getting his confidence after those couple of hits. Yeah. He got he started feeling a little more comfortable and confident in himself, mm-hmm. and then his, then his footwork got better. When yeah. his footwork got better, his throws and his accuracy right. got better. So yeah. there is a correlation with that, yeah. Hmm. Um, I've always wondered this. You know, we see sometimes, uh, you know, Amari Cooper's getting the, the boat or the, the lion's share of the targets. Um, when you guys were playing, what went into um, what the progression was? Did, did, did you guys, 
see certain defenses and say, okay, I want the progression to be on this one, this defense. Yeah, yeah, my God, when they play 11 up like that, <laughs> go, Amari, you're getting the rock. Like, don't even worry what the play call is. Webster, Slaughter, here it comes. Like, you know it, you know it, DB, your poor dear, your D coordinator screwed you, man. You're out of, you got problems right now, okay? It is coming. Yeah, it's amazing. And then for Amari to get that bomb, right. that was an 11 up. That was so beautiful to see that. Like, you aren't allowed to do that. We ain't seen, we ain't seen you that. You are not right allowed here. to do that. Okay, go. that is a sign of disrespect. Okay, they stopped doing that to me, but year 10 in the league, it took me two <laughs> years to figure it out. Okay, that is all day long. Yeah, and Amari's getting that. In today's NFL, guys, are, you DBs are so nosy, you're creeping up, <laughs> you're getting in the action and stuff, and then you, you the reads don't matter. If Amari you're, is your guy, and he's just consistently getting open. And the way he's, and everybody knows we're throwing to him, but the way he's pressing technique and running mm -hmm. routes, I feel like I'm working you as a DB. Because, yeah. you know, trying to get your <laughs> hips turned and yep. stuff. So if we could pick up a little bit against the Ravens here, and because Marlon's going to be squatting, they're going to be wanting to make the big play, him getting those kind of double moves, the way he has patience with it, for sure. I, I, yeah. I get, you see how elevated I get here. Yeah, he was like, oh, listen, I'm throwing a touchdown right now myself. Right now. In my head. It, definitely, it definitely comes down to the, the offensive line because, like he's saying, you showed a Baltimore Ravens defensive stat, they're first in sacks. So that means they thinking – both tackles might be down. Oh, oh yeah. we about to eat. To so as a, as, a, as a DB, you thinking if they down like that, our D line leads the league in sacks. I'm about to jump some stuff. So right. if the yeah. offensive line can hold up, double moves definitely will be there this game. We got more of Bernie in a sec, Mike. Let's go to you for a second here. Yeah, I got to get one last reading before we end the show. And our last for the day is courtesy of Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered. To care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected, that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, giving you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the proper medication in hand, and it's simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care so you don't get caught unprepared. You get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout at jasemedical.com. Bernie, completely off topic here. Uh -huh. Do you watch any other sports besides, the, besides football on any kind of regular basis? Um, probably. I'm a big, What's your favorite? So I'm a big fan of competition and stuff, so... Yeah. You know, it'd probably be off the top of my head to narrow any one down. Mm -hmm. Probably wouldn't be fair because I like so many different sports and competitions. And as, as Mike was reading that kind of segment, I was kind of zoning out into, if you ask a sport, I saw good Dr. Innocent Najoku sitting in this oh, seat right. the other yeah. day oh, here with Najoku God. Strong and stuff. Yeah. And I actually want to check out some of those body suits and no, stuff. You, no, you don't. Yeah, I have. I, 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 I turned them on to that. No, okay? you know. I turned them on to that during COVID know. and stuff. <laughs> you didn't even know. He, he put them yeah, on. David Najoku, yeah. man. What a, I mean, he, that guy is 
great shape. Yeah, oh that's my part of God. We, oh, we, I know why. We all started, <laughs> yeah, we all started that, that stuff pre-COVID, yeah. uh, right at COVID uh, with those bodysuits. That's part of my recovery and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bernie, Miles Garrett, like, he's always been great. But I feel like, I always felt like there was, you know, that there's, there's a difference even between Hall of Famers and then the top Hall of Famers. And I always felt like, as great as Miles Garrett's been, that there was still that one little level that most players can't ever get to that he could and he hadn't. And I feel like he's gotten that this year. Is that crazy? Or is that true? Uh, I feel like I'm too, too amenable today. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, it, it's uh, what he's doing. Um, we talked about it after the Colts game. Yeah. And, and, like, that wasn't special enough. That's almost cartoon characterish type things. Disney, yeah. Disney type <laughs> stuff where you say, oh, that's not realistic. That's made up and stuff. <laughs> Again, it's not, I, I keep saying about myself and athleticism. In my little boy dreams, you don't even dream of making plays like that. And he makes them now start looking so matter of fact. Like last week, just whipping around the edge and grabbing the ball, then you know yeah. recovering a fumble. I mean, it's it's like the, it's almost forget game game uh, each game he's making special plays. It's almost like every quarter. <laughs> yeah, as a quarterback going against um, a guy like that. Oh God, yeah. I think I'm of Lawrence. <laughs> I think of Lawrence Taylor. I mean, if you, how was that? Yeah. So. I, you spent your whole week understanding he's special. So, like, that's where, like, we talk about chipping, check-throughs, really jamming. I'm, like, thinking Nick Harris would Nick Harris would have a personal date with him from the fullback position. He would, he would again, it sounds bad on here with the family show, but, like, he would level his ribs all day. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, you have to do that. I mean... That the way he turns the edge like that, just, you never can let him have one on one like that. So, like it's amazing to me that teams here we are, week eight and nine, they're still allowing him this one on one coverage. But <laughs> I just guarantee you, on a Thursday right now, that there would be nobody in the Cleveland Browns organization that would not know <coughs> they are multiply chipping the heck out of. Lawrence Taylor, Miles Garrett type well, guys. Lamar, at least Miles, like off the field, seems mild mannered, nice guy. Like Lawrence Taylor, he's scary. He's still scary now. <laughs> yeah, thank God LT went off off the field too <laughs> yeah. to slow him down a little bit yeah. on the field. Miles is like impeccable yeah, off right. the field. Here, the crazy thing is, think about what's, what was not outlawed back there. So, oh my God! So you <laughs> they, they, head, head slap they was allowing. Ooh. They allowed guys to hit quarterbacks below the waist. Oh my god! Horse collar was still legal. That's how he messed up. Uh, you guys, can you man. can lean you can take a quarterback down and put all your weight on him. Um, mm. Everything was legal. You could do anything. Yeah. Really. So I'm, I Burpee. was talking. I was with Harry Carson last week. So think of that. Yeah. Lawrence Taylor, Harry Carson, Carl Banks, Carl Banks, and Leonard Marshall. Okay, no wonder I got so much TBI. I could count the lights of the Meadowlands from being on my backside there. And then even to that, because for, to how cheap you were allowed to be back then. And unfortunately, I, I say those Giants guys, they actually weren't cheap and stuff. But there were teams back then, the old Buddy Ryan, mm -hmm. 46 defense, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I had... Even the Redskins were good Red, I mean, I could remember being on the bottom of a pile, 1989... Okay, playing the first NFL game in London in Wembley Stadium. 
Uh, Browns, Philadelphia Eagles. On the bottom of the pile, Reggie White, Jerome Brown, Ooh. Andre Waters. Okay? I mean, that was, they were pretty dirty back then. Oh, wow. And there was a massive fight. And some of the language is inappropriate. Yeah. For right here, <laughs> so. But we're talking about how they killed me. They killed me. They, they, they like they punching killed, you in the punching pile? Punching me. I, we're going to kill you. We're going to kill you. I go, I'm still alive. <laughs> and, I, I say, and I say this. I, I want to say this as a joke, but each one of them is dead now. And Andre and how he, if, for people that follow the, the head stuff, Andre had some issues when he was playing in terms of uh, cheap and some hits and stuff. But a lot of it cognitively was and some of the stuff that happened to him at the end and to literally be on the field and, uh, at the bottom of a pile joking about that and yeah. the guys not be with us is, yeah. is kind of eerie. You know so crazy is the fact that you guys played on that old AstroTurf. Oh, it, oh, no, it was concrete. It's con that's concrete, it concrete underneath there. It wasn't no, mm. it wasn't no field cushion, no nothing. It was, you went down. I, I was telling somebody I used to play at the old Acker Rubber Bowl, and you fall oh, on yeah. the Rubber Bowl, <laughs> and then you have a whole sleeve. You look up, and you don't have any skin on your arm. You're like, yeah, I, I didn't know that people actually had that until I started playing football. I'm like, you got to know how to fall properly. Yeah, you, you got to fall, fall properly. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just die. No, you know how to you dress up. That's why I ended up with my little spray relief. Yeah. <laughs> Wear the little, the little pants or the little tape on yeah. your bottom of your arm. But actually, you used to get staph infection. I mean, that's oh, yeah. part of like again. Oh, yeah, I'm coming is. from Travis Mills and Chris Miller. I am not complaining for the plight that these guys go through, but. Part of how, why my arm is just this straight, six inches off, got that scrape, got that scrape on the AstroTurf oh. at the AstroDome, oh. and they used to have literally bull fights on Saturday night. I think I told the story on air, <laughs> and there was bull on the field, oh. so ended up with those scrapes, getting staph infection oh. in my elbow. They'd spray you down with that, oh, they said that spray, and it'll burn. Sting, Guys, yeah. we're almost out of time. Bernie, you feeling good about a win? It's going to be tough. What do you think? This is a tough one for us. Yeah. Yeah, this is a tough one for it's us. It's tricky. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up in overtime today, DJ Hazmat is going to join us. He's going to unveil it. He actually did not do a song last week. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. He did not. Well, which I think was the first time in years. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to ask and I'm him not more. sure if Bernie's ever heard a has song. And have Bernie's you ever heard get a chance to listen. That? You're asking the guy who did the last half hour with TBI. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he does he does raps right. about every Browns game. Oh it's no, I did. It's good. Yeah, Bernie, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And Bernie's sticking around for overtime. You matter. So oh, Bernie's sticking around for overtime, so yep. you get to hear it. Yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll do overtime. We got overtime coming up as DJ Hasman uh, unveils his song for this week off the Browns' victory over the lowly Cardinals. Coming up tomorrow, we're on Channel Three. Remember, twelve thirty to one o'clock. After being on YouTube from 11 to 12.30. Mike, any final comment? Yeah, we're bringing Coach Thomas back. And me and Thomas are going to shoot that right now. It's a big one. We'll see you all then. And happy yeah. birthday to Anthony, I mean, Director Steve's mom. 101. 101 years old. Yeah. Happy birthday. That's we'll see crazy.
Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.